Hey guys, hope y'all are all doing well after all the crazy winter weather that we've had. Um, I know Will had told y'all that I would be giving my testimony soon. And so um, it's, uh, I've just been kind of going over a lot of the things the Lord has given me and, and over what's happened over the last year and a half. And I just wanted to share some of it with y'all. Um, I guess I should start by saying that um, I was had been sick a lot during my, you know, younger years and, um, and also struggled with depression and anxiety. And so, um, I just had different issues medically and my parents and doctors really couldn't put a finger on it. And there wasn't a lot known about what I actually ended up having, but having back then, but, um, about, um, uh, a year and a half ago, it was September of 2019. Um, I, had started to see uh, a specialist in the area to try to figure out why I was having so many reoccurring infections and I seemed to be sick all the time and it took longer for me to get over infections and we couldn't really figure out what was going on and so um, after a lot of testing um, I was diagnosed with a primary immunodeficiency disease and mine is is called a specific antibody disorder and I know that that's like a huge mouthful and it's actually gets complicated. So simply put for me, um, I am lacking um, the memory B cells that our bodies make, uh, that our bodies use to make antibodies to fight off like bacteria or viruses. It remembers that um, same pathogen like for faster antibody production um, in the future when you get that same infection um, you don't get as sick or sick at all and so I just I have my I don't have that and so um, we finally figured out that okay this is what that is um, unfortunately um, you know we were told that there was there's no cure for this um, but there were a few treatments um, it's a very rare thing and most of the time children are diagnosed with it and um, but they are seeing it crop up more and more in adults and so um, the Lord just really provided this uh, specialist before we even started talking about we talked about um, some different treatments and and then God um, put this new um, sorry I'm thinking of the word um, specialist in front of us um, in Lafayette who she actually specialized in uh, immune deficiencies um, versus um, most of the people uh, here who did it were you know they were really great about the allergy aspect um, because usually allergy and immune uh, and immune immunity things go hand in hand so um, anyway um, one of the treatments is infusions um, and that's basically taking human plasma and um, you know these companies take it and they wash it and clean it and then uh, you get an infusion of this either through sub-Q which is called subcutaneous your fat which I'm not lacking in that area so <laughs> we um, we started out with that and um, and and so um, I started um, I had some mild side effects from that but then I started getting like a severe skin rash from that um, and so we were like okay what's going on with this and then the next time we switched products I got cellulitis and so we we're like you know the specialist was like okay well we'll switch to you know we'll switch to um, IVIG which is plasma infusions once a month 
through an IV um, that's given in your home. I had a nurse and she would come to give me those. And so, um, so as we were going through this process, you know, it seemed really scary. We didn't, we kind of, Gene and I were kind of, my husband's name is Gene, um, and he kind of was like, and we were both like, I don't know, this is really weird. It's not something that you kind of expect, but God was giving me total, you know, um, telling me to, you know, go forward with it and that it was, it's going to be okay. And so, um, so we, we went to the IVIG, um, infusions. And so, um, unfortunately I had some really, I had a, had some really serious side effects and, and actually the, my great specialist in Lafayette, she had, she had prepared us for this. And, um, it was just so, cool how God was like, you know, working through her because that's what we had prayed for. And um, she uh, had uh, told us that there is a very rare side effect called aseptic. It's called drug-induced aseptic meningitis. And so when you're dealing with meningitis, it can get very scary. And that in itself can cause some serious issues if you do get it. So anyway, I did develop that. Um, but thankfully, my specialist had sent me the cure is actually steroids and uh, it's prednisone and she had sent sent me a prescription for that so I had that on hand um, but um, it's meningitis if you're not sure what it is it's um, where the lining of your brain the meninges uh, they get swollen and um, it's 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 the area that protects your brain and so it causes when you get meningitis that swelling is severe pain it was not anything that I'd ever been through or any kind of pain that I'd experienced before, even though I've had, you know, multiple surgeries and things like that. Um, I had severe vomiting, high fevers and dehydration. And, um, and just the pain is excruciating even with, um, you know, medication. And so, um, I started to recover from that and, and I was kind of like, okay, God, <laughs> I know you told me to do this, but I also remembered that it doesn't always mean that it's going to, when God gives us instructions, that doesn't always mean that it's going to turn out when we're obedient, it's going to turn out exactly how we think it is. Um, and that's okay. God promised me, um, after that, he promised me through Isaiah 32, 30, 43, 2, that he was going to be with me um, as I continued on um, that scripture about when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you overflow. Yeah, overflow you <laughs> when you walk through the fire, you're not going to be burned. Um, and so um, God kept telling me, listen, you're going to get through this. It's not it's not going to be quick and it's not going to be painless, um, but with my help, you're going to get through this, and I am not going to leave you, and so um, through that, um, I was like able to continue on, and just to continue to spend time with God, and um, so I, it takes a little while to recover from meningitis, and I already am prone to migraines, so what I didn't know before, or didn't remember before, was that if you're prone to migraines, you, you know, can get, um, you're more susceptible to getting uh, meningitis, aseptic meningitis. And so uh, we continued. We we're like, okay, we're going to slow down the infusions. We're going to um, we're going to do fluids before uh, my specialist took extra precautions. We're going to take steroids before Benadryl, you know, all these different things. And so when my nurse came, we did those things. And um, 
And so um, I recovered from that meningitis and then it was time to go to the next infusion. But before, you know, um, I had that infusion, my mother-in-law had a stroke and, um, and really um, at this time, because of all the medical things and other issues, my marriage just really started to struggle. And it was dealing with things that we didn't I know naively, <laughs> that's not a word, but whatever. Um, we didn't we didn't think we would ever have to go through as a couple or experience as a couple, but sometimes things in life happen and um, it's really difficult, you know, for um, a spouse to see another spouse, you know, their spouse suffering and not be able to do anything. And um, I knew God was just saying that it wasn't anything that we could fix that gene my husband couldn't fix and we just had to hold tightly to him and continue on and so um so my mother-in-law uh during this time um when she had her stroke uh we were trying to help take care of her but thankfully after a lot of therapy and uh, a few weeks in the hospital she was left with some numbness um on her uh right side Yes, uh, right side and in her hand and in her foot, um, but she was still able to walk and 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 so that was really great and um, we made it through that um, even though we were still struggling in our marriage and so um, after the uh, the next infusion um, I got meningitis again and in between that I had also had infections um, that we were trying to control. Um, I honestly felt like I was losing it sometimes and I would I remember a specific time when I went and sat on the tub and I had meningitis and it was it was the worst I'd ever felt and I just um in that moment I just asked God that you know if I'm not meant to stay here please just go ahead and take me because I you know, I can't continue to do this, you know, but if you want me to continue on, then get me through this. I need you. I need you to get me through this. And so, um, you know, it was one foot in front of the other and the, the, um, and he did get me through it and continued over and over to, um, just to help me through, uh, this battle, you know, of, um, this struggle of, uh, you know, being sick and, and having meningitis and then being, having infections in between and, um, just not getting much better. And so, um, I, I, I asked the Lord at that time, I said, God, I just really, at this point, just no matter what happens, let me, just let me somehow <laughs> through all of my mess, <laughs> help me to honor you. Um, no matter what. And so it was just like a day or two later, God gave me, um, Habakkuk 3, um, 17 through 19. And, um, it was though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stall, yet I will rejoice in the Lord and I will be joyful in my God, my savior. And so I, I asked God to just really help me to take that verse on and to just to live that, to walk that out, even as difficult as this was. Um, and so uh, God began to speak to me and tell me that I needed to have some serious trusting acceptance of these trials and this suffering, um, that he was teaching me um, 
the sacredness of suffering. And I was like, the sacredness of suffering? I didn't understand what that meant. And so I looked it up and it was holiness, that there was a holiness um, to suffering um, because God is using that to draw us near Him and that He was teaching me to let go of the trivial things in life and to really see what was important. So at that point, my perspective, it really began to change. Um, I really began to say, okay, God, um, I'm starting to trust you more and more. I know that you're not going to leave me. Um, and during this time, a man, you know, I had to, you know, let one of my clients go. Um, I, uh, I had, uh, I just, I couldn't stand, I couldn't, um, I couldn't keep up. And that was super hard for me because I'm super task oriented. Uh, my work, you know, I just, um, I really feel like in some points I had let it become an idol without even realizing it. And I was like, when God started to reveal to me that I needed to lay my work on the altar, that was really difficult for me, but I knew that I needed to trust him with that. So um, so, um, after early February, um, and I had gotten meningitis again, um, I just found it continually hard to keep up, um, with the things that I had deemed, um, important. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I began to notice that pattern of freaking out whenever I wasn't able to keep up with my work and just seeing how much I was holding on to that, um, um, but I'd also ask God, um, I'd ask God if this was punishment. Um, I knew better. <laughs> I've, you know, I've, I've been taught about God's grace and, um, have been able to really understand that because of, you know, when Glenn taught it and everything, and it was a huge eye opener for me, but I just, I just needed to know what God was going to say to me about that. And so, um, God told me several things over the next little bit. He told me that, um, that the suffering that I was going through was not punishment, that not only was he working in my life and drawing me closer to him, but he was, um, revealing his love to me through this suffering to show me that he was really there and that also this was for others and for him to be glorified through it. And that it was also um, out of Hebrews he gave me that it was training in righteousness um, to draw me closer to God and for God's work to be displayed in my life. Um, and also another cool thing out of Second Corinthians 1-4, um, he gave me um, the, the, the um, truth that because God comforts us in all our troubles that I would be able to comfort others. And so uh, here recently, you're going to hear, hear Will, Will talk about Will. That was very country. Okay. Um, you're going to hear him talk about this exact same verse, which is so cool. I didn't even know that God had given him this verse recently and that God had given it to me in January of this year. But um, as God was revealing his purposes to me about it not being punishment, he put in front of me, um, which was such a huge comfort to me too, uh, was John uh, chapter 9, verse 1 through 3. And it says, as we went along, um, he saw a blind man from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Um, and Jesus had said, neither this man nor his parents, um, oh wait, I missed a piece, sorry, um, 
Neither this man nor his parents sinned, Jesus said, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, God, you're really cool. And um, I know I've, I have a lot of scripts and I'm generally a hot mess of anxiety and a, a ton of other things. But, but God was revealing to me that he had a purpose for my pain and for my suffering. Um, and so um, 2 Timothy 4.17 became like this mantra that God gave me. Um, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. So I was rescued from the lion's mouth. And, um, so just continuing on, um, God has continually comforted me and I'm just like, even though it really sucked so much, <laughs> I shouldn't say that worship, but with little kids around, sorry, but, um, it, it really, um, it was so difficult, but it was also so great in so many ways just to feel God's nearness to me, um, to know that he loved me enough to encourage me like even multiple times a day. Um, and so um, I continued on the journey. God was telling me to press on. And so I did. And um, I wanted to tell um, a really quick story about um, how I had tonsillitis um, for about three months. Um, and one point and through several courses of antibiotics, the tonsillitis wouldn't go away. And I have chronic bronchitis because of this immune deficiency, not for, it's not COPD. It's just from the immune deficiency. But so I had both at the same time and the doctors didn't know what to do. And so I just stopped and I asked God one morning and I said, okay, Lord, how can I get rid of this tonsillitis? We're out of options. And I wish I wouldn't have asked God last. I mean, I thought about that later. And God immediately put in my mind, it was so insane. I was like, what? He put in my mind grapes. And I was like, like grapes you eat, you know, that I don't even really care for grapes. But okay, <laughs> if that's what you're telling me, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some grapes. I'm, I'm gonna, sound like a crazy lady if I tell anybody this, but I'm going to eat those grapes and see what happens. And I ate a handful of grapes for two or three days and I haven't had any tonsillitis since. And I was just like, oh, you are so cool, Lord. <laughs> so that was really, really a story that I wanted to tell. Um, and um, just how God had told me over and over he was going to fight for me. Um, I had a family member um, I, okay, so first I was up all night, most of the night, with side effects from an infusion. And I had a family member as well as a client kind of badgering me back to back that morning about um, these expectations that they had for me, these things they wanted me to do, but I just was not able to do those. Um, and so I was like, I just was crying and I was like, God, I don't even... I don't know how to tell them. I don't know how to respond to them. I don't know how to tell them that I can't be all that they needed me to be in that time um, that I was going through. And so um, later that client called and I just kind of broke down and talked to that client and and just kind of spilled it out. And they were like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't even know. And, and, um, and then that, that, um, family member called me and was like, um, oh, they actually had talked to me and kind of hung up angrily <laughs> because I wasn't able to do what they needed me to do. And then they had called me back and said, listen, I'm sorry for what I did. I want you just to get better and to focus on that. Um, and, um, so both of those issues, 
that client totally backed off and um, both of those issues um, were resolved that day without me doing anything but praying and then God in my quiet time that day telling me it's going to be okay I'm going to fight for you you don't worry about it and then God totally taking care of it and it's, so it's things like this over and over that continue to happen and so Jean um, in early uh, May was diagnosed with COVID and developed pneumonia in his left lung um, so uh he was very, very sick for about a month, um, but all through that time of Caroline and I both taking care of him, um, we did not catch COVID, and um, he made an absolutely full recovery, and um, that was just another thing that God did that, that helped us, like, continue to put one foot in front of the other, and so, um, um, so later in May, uh, this was uh, it was infusion day and, um, I had just let the other client go that God had told me to. And so I, uh, was, had had a few infusions in between then where things were getting better. And even though I had migraines and, and vomiting and, um, other things, I was like, no meningitis. Yay. I'm so excited, you know? And so then this May infusion comes and I'm super pumped. I'm, um, geared up to think that maybe my body's acclimating to these and, you know, my illnesses will be less frequent. Um, and so I uh, actually ended up having meningitis uh, for the third time and something happened uh, and I knew something was different and I ended up with a minor brain injury uh, because my brain had just taken all of the swelling you know, and all of the brunt of the infusions that it could, there was no more. And so I started having fine, I started having difficulty with speech, which is getting so much better. Um, I still have hard time finding words. And then my short term memory, um, recently I failed the test. <laughs> That's so sad. I'm only 41, but I, I recently failed the short term memory test at, um, the neurologist. And so, um, I'm going to start therapy for that soon. And so, um, I just, uh, we knew that that was it. Infusions. Um, I said, God, I think we're done. I'm not sure, but I think we need to be done. And, um, and God, God just really confirmed that through some things he had given me as well as through my therapist, not therapist. I do need a therapist, um, <laughs> uh, through, uh, my specialist. Um, and so, um, we were just like, okay, we're going to have to take a time off, a break from these infusions and just try to deal with infections as they come because my brain has got to have some time to heal. And so, um, I, uh, you'll notice, yeah, I still am like, what's that word? <laughs> but I'm still, but that is really getting better. And so, um, so through that, I did have diverticulitis, and then the treatment for that was ta was uh, a um, Bactrim DS was an antibiotic, and it caused some tachycardia, and so we were like, okay, uh, we're going to have to maybe start antibiotic therapy. That's another thing that you can do um, to... Uh, to kind of treat what I have, um, the immune deficiency. And so it's a 50-50 chance. Uh, some people do well, some don't, but it's not usually as good as infusions. But for me, this was kind of what was left, you know. So um, even, so we started antibiotic therapy and it was, um, it was, uh, 
it was really tough. Um, you can get a stomach infection called C. diff, and I had some severe stomach issues. I don't think I got C. diff, which was great, but I started breaking out in hives all over my body and uh, having more frequent migraines. And um, also because of high antibiotic use, now I'm, you know, continuing to lose my hair. And so, um, you know, I, I, I was like, okay, okay, God, I, I know you enough now to like, I am, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to keep going with this. And actually over the last few months, the antibiotic therapy has gotten so much better. The hives are so much better. Bethany, thank you for the hive, um, uh, whatever that word is, uh, information <laughs> that you have given me. It's helped me tremendously. Bethany had also, sorry, Beth, if you didn't want people to know that you had had hives, um, before, but it was just from, um, her chemo and stuff. So she has actually been such an encouragement to me during this time. Um, so, um, I'm trying to think the next thing. So, God began to tell me at this point where we are now, these last few weeks, um, I, I want you to, to lay your work on the altar. I want you to, um, I want you to, to, um, go out on a limb with me and apply for disability. Well, I had some issues with that <laughs> because I was like, first of all, you know, I don't, I think I can still do some things, you know, I just, I don't know. I just had these, um, I guess I just had these issues with it that I didn't, really didn't understand or, or really know until it, God started talking to me about it. And so I started praying about it more and God was like, showed me over and above. Um, he actually put it specifically to go out on a limb with him. And that was through a devotional I'd read. Well, the next day I opened my devotional as I'm praying about applying for disability um, because I'm not able to keep up with my work for my clients anymore. And um and the first sentence of the devotional was go out on a limb with me and I was like okay all right so that's kind of where we are now and I just um I'm trusting God for what's next I don't know what's next I mean I know that there's no cure for this or whatever but I am so I tell you, I've learned that even in the midst of some really tough circumstances that you can remain hopeful and joyful in the Lord and that God's got a purpose for our pain and our suffering. And so um, it really, it really just can trust him so much more in so many different areas. Our finances that God took care of through all of this, even though my ability to work was, was dwindling. I just have so many stories that he has just come through, like of ways that God has come through. And so, um, I guess I just want to say that, um, I've definitely seen God financially, mentally, physically, and in, in just about every way do miracles in my life and in my family's life over this last year and a half. Um, and that for the lessons that he's taught me and um, my increased intimacy with him, I wouldn't trade that for anything. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're having a really difficult time, as I know this whole last stinking year plus now back-to-back -back storms, I mean, you know, um, winter storms, um, I, I just want to encourage you that our hope 
is definitely found in him and just to continue to abide and it's going to be okay. It may not be quick and it may not be painless, um, but God will be there for you and he will pull you through this. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.